0: Here we go got it i've got well, it I welcome to the villages <laughs> podcast episode 33 good lord Dang.
1: Mm. welcome to two guys talking over each other and occasionally cursing episode <laughs> 33 <laughs> look kathy's uh christmas lights are still up somebody forgot to turn them off last night
0: uh nice. what's going on
1: man <laughs> tell me something good in india
0: here, it is still hot. We're still waiting for our actual monsoon season to begin. I don't know when that's going to happen. <laughs> right wow. now, I'm just calling this summer number two, because <laughs> apparently we have two fucking summers now.
1: <laughs> so the do you have enough water reservoirs in the center of the country to cover that? Or no?
0: Not really. There are going to be, yeah. like the center of the country gets affected massively by droughts.
1: Right. Huh. Because mm-hmm. I look at California right now is for the first time that I know in like twenty, maybe well, close to forty years, has no drought because they get so much rain. And then when mm-hmm. that hurricane came in, it felt the the filled the bottom part of the state. So we have yeah, who knows, man. All I know is you and I are the beacons for climate change. <laughs> Every time we do a deal. And you know, it's it's interesting because you know, you never hear anybody else's perspective. You know, you then, see some stuff. I mean, you'll get some video footage, but that's about it. Nobody actually gets to firsthand go, hey, here's
0: what's happening here. That'd be an interesting like, way to do it. I was talking to one of my clients who's part of like I think some sort of security type business where right. all of them like about fifty contractors but moved to Florida. Because of that hurricane about to hit, oh wow! So he was well, like, "Shit, if I don't email you back right away, it's because I'm busy with this evacuation yeah. shit going on." Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Well, you know, it's it's, uh, I, I, and I'm sure it's worldwide where people go. I'm just not going to evacuate, and they go. There's seven to ten feet of water coming in. Are you sure? Because we're, <laughs> and I think we need to do a policy where we say if we offered and you didn't take it, you're on your own.
0: Yeah, shouldn't I wouldn't like go
1: back the- in and get them.
0: Yeah, Yeah, the Coast Guard and people like that shouldn't risk their life to go back and save these stranded idiots.
1: (laughs) I think Darwin's trying to take care of something for us, and we are choosing to interfere with the theory of natural selection. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds mean, but I think I might be on (laughs) to (laughs) something.
0: People are like, these two guys are mean. (laughs) By the way, I did notice that you have your ACDC t-shirt on, the one that we talked about.
1: For those of you who don't know anything about this, it isn't that I'm a big fan. I was, for some reason, I traveled a a month or a month and a half ago, and I didn't have any, like, just something to wear during the day, and uh, I was going to go see a friend of mine who is in an old folks home, even though she's 57 or something. Um, And so I had to go to the local Sam's Club, and they have these 80s retro shirts. Of course, I bought two of them because I got a pink Floyd one, which is the original Gay Rainbow Color. I don't know if you remember that from their (laughs) album cover. And I see all these old old white guys wearing them. I'm like, okay, friend. (laughs) You really don't get it, do you? Mm -hmm. Even Sam's Club snuck one in on you. So yeah, my AC... (laughs) Look, this one—if the the change in what ACDC meant, um, definition-wise, you know, this one, this would be a risky one as well for Sam's Club to slide in there. Yeah. And they—they they managed on the rainbow color one and ACDC, so pretty good. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> cheers, cheers, Sam Walton, people. The vint—the vintage t-shirts. <laughs> Some hipsters right, be like oh, it's- cool. <laughs>
1: Right, <laughs> I have, I have no idea how many people are going, that is so nice that he's that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of what's going on over here, man. The, um, so, um, on local politics right now, the, uh, I, so everybody's now doing deep dives on people. And so mm-hmm. we've got a guy named Brett Farley and it doesn't, he doesn't mean anything to anybody. Um, but he used to be in charge of the state, uh, rep- uh, the, he worked for the state Republican Party here. And he quit the party supposedly because he didn't like the uh, where it was going. And now we have found documentation that he was working with the Catholic Church back then to get into the public school system. And that, right, so I've got him. Does it matter? Does anybody care? Anything like that? I'm not sure, but I got him. <laughs> <laughs> and what you want to look at mm-hmm. i do do you remember george carlin doing this that whole routine on whether your vote counted or they are just making you feel like you have a say in something when mm-hmm. you see stuff like this that is so nefarious all i can think of is george carlin this deal mm-hmm. was in the in the works four years ago um, and then this other guy that I fight with all the time named Ryan Walters was our governor's kids tennis coach. That's how he got into politics.
0: Tennis. I wish it was something else. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. Well, there's, I thought you were going to say more. he was
0: like the physics professor. He was a science teacher. No, no he
1: wasn't. He was a history teacher, Um but you know, I mean, low level. He's, he was young. He's, out, you know, out of school. He had a couple of little kids. But yeah, um, tennis. You know, and, and people always go, "I don't think I can get into politics." That story proves to you right there that you get into the statewide politics, and you just have to get together with the right people. It's mm-hmm. astounding uh, the conversations that are had at little kids' football games. Cause we all just assume everything's in a cocktail party, right? You know, and you yeah. are at a bar, you know, real business deals are made on bar napkins. We all know that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the background stuff, but the reason I bring all of this up, it's too late. The The deal's been cut and, uh, and I just happened to be the person that was there to witness it and report mm-hmm. on it from my angle. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. So, if and if I wasn't there, you—I mean, I'm not sure what the read would be here in the states. So you would uh, basically you just people...
0: assume that it worked correctly and it went right. through due process, and that's why it was approved, rather than yeah. know all the shitty background dealings that were happening. If we didn't have the context from what you explained,
1: right? And and I think that gives some different view for people. Whether it changes the way they vote or not, I'm not sure. We would. There is half of the country, and Oklahoma would be included, that literally have a hatred for the Democratic Mm -hmm. Party. They've done such a better job at demonizing, and they don't love Jesus, they don't love God, and all this other stuff that that it really does keep you Mm -hmm. from voting for them. When in reality, the argument is, um, I I mean, are, are either party on your side? That's the yep. that's the actual argument. That is the argument of the redheaded guy's song. You know, the the rich man of Richmond. If none of you have listened to it, you should listen to it. That is the angst of America right now. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I was actually watching a live stream of uh, Joe Rogan's comedy club from like two o'clock last night, your time in uh, right. Austin, where right. the show ended with Tom Segura. And Tom Segura is like, by the way, I'm just bringing someone else on stage before I get off. And they got this guy on stage to play the song Mm -hmm. at the Comedy Mothership. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there are two rooms in there. This is the main room. So he named the two rooms after like the two... uh, bombs that were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, so, one, no! so, so one room is called like Fat, Fat Boy, and the other one is called right. like a Little Something, whatever the hell they named yeah. it.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. So that would be the lower level version of Oppenheimer, the movie. So, mm-hmm. oh my, but, you know, for those of us in comedy, doesn't that make sense, though?
0: Oh, yeah. You Fuck know? yeah.
1: <laughs> but this, this guy himself, because you know republicans are trying to claim him and democrats are trying to shide him but without having him explain what he was saying which mm-hmm. god isn't that isn't that typical and you know they're just like well you did this and you're talking about fat people and you're fat shaming and i don't i sooner or later we got to be able to say some i'm pretty sure he's gonna
0: he's gonna be on joe rogan's podcast stalking which is why rogan has probably invited him to his club to play and think about rogan's business mind okay where he set up a comedy club where his friends come and perform every night and he sells tickets and makes money
1: (laughs) right it's pretty good Mm -hmm. it's pretty good that's pretty dang smart honestly so i I want to see where this guy goes. This guy is the newest Joe the Plumber. So you had Joe the Plumber um, mm-hmm. back when I think it was uh, George, the original George Bush. And this guy got up and asked one of the other candidates. I don't remember. I just remember his name was Joe the Plumber, and he just died recently. It's the only reason he's on my mind. Yeah. And But he was just like, what about us regular guys? Because regular people don't get any tax breaks. They don't get any tax cuts. We don't get any any anything. Mm-hmm. Right? my restaurant gets no breaks whatsoever. And I've been in business 40 years. Um, yeah. And that's, that is whether we like it or not, the, the way it really does work. So um, I always look at stuff like that and go, so this guy does this song, which no one will play on the radio. Mm-hmm. No one will play it. And it is the number one song in our country. Yeah. <laughs> now that tells you, that people are literally scared of him talking about this. Yeah. And, and I hate to say that we are a country that would keep you off the radio. And I did watch an interview where they were talking about it, and they go, No, he's not on there because he's not a star. And I go, he's a bigger star than anybody's in the top five. Yeah. I can't name really? a single the person. Left-
0: the left-wing media is kind of making excuses why he's not on the charts. They're like, "Oh no, he doesn't have any other album beside this one song that we know of, and the other one yeah. that he has on his playlist." You're like, "Dude, okay. if people are listening to it, just fucking get him play."
1: <laughs> right. There is a there's a guy that lives in the village that had a number one song. He was a one-hit wonder, but he was the number one song when I don't remember what Beatles song it was. Was number three. Oh, wow. Now that guy, he'd never had a song before. He'd never had an album before. Never been anywhere before. So that theory mm. just doesn't hold water. <laughs> we we love one hit wonders, and and I I think people are afraid this guy is going to become a political movement. Which in my case, I would go bring it on. Yeah. I mean, why why not? Why not have this weird? Redheaded, looking little Irish, Scots, Irish, English—you know—he's got the anger of a typical ginger. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but he's really smart, and he always films from inside of a pickup truck. He knows what he's selling. Mm,
0: Makes sense. I mean, it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I for some reason or another, and he is becoming the voice of of that specific former working class because the working class in the southern part of america are latinos it's it's Mm -hmm. not white kids from appalachia it's just not yeah i don't i don't know where they all went or you know what what they're doing with themselves but you go on any job from i would say missouri south I, I, don't, I don't care whether it's federal, state, local jobs, anything. It, it seems to be predominantly Hispanic. And and I speak Spanish, so I'm not saying I don't know. I know what they're saying, so I know they're saying. <laughs> so nobody write me a letter. I don't need any of that. <laughs> but that dude, that dude is, um, and you've never heard me say this about anybody. He is mm-hmm. probably since Ross Perot. He may be the most important person in politics in America. And he literally shot a video with a really nice microphone and an incredibly nice guitar, which makes me, Mm -hmm. I used to think it was a setup. Like, I was like, how the hell does he have a guitar like that?
0: It's possible. Some of the people keep saying that this is like the rights version of creating their celebrities and bringing them to the Mm -hmm. mainstream because all of all this time, the left used to do that all the time, right? The celebrities right. endorsing yeah. candidates and shit like that. Right. So that I, is like I one don't of those know weird theories.
1: <laughs> well, th- that would work if he endorsed any of them. <laughs> mm, I know he was like, <laughs> instead...
0: "Stop playing my song." <laughs> <laughs>
1: do, do these guys not know that's who I'm making fun of? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this is going to be a fascinating thing down the line, and and and. Obviously, they talked about him at a presidential debate, for God's sakes, but he's not on the radio.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, if you're telling me something's not up with that, because, you know, they they could easily put him on country radio because that's what the music is. I understand right. if he's not on pop radio, you know, it's not pop, but but it is. So I think that one's a I think that one's pretty that, that one's going to be huge five years from now. We're going to look back on this and go. Think he was the it, Joe, it, the plumber.
0: Three weeks and it's it. The video has been on one channel for like three weeks, forty-eight million views. Right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. amazing, isn't it? So there's yeah. another one that I would I would tell you to have a look at is, um, and it's off of uh, TikTok. I know you can't do TikTok in India, but I'm sure the guy exists on mm-hmm. YouTube. Is he's a British kid, and uh, and the song is called "I'm a Low Life" or "Low Life," and i think that that is turned in is turning into a weird little anthem not only the song phenomenal but it's an anthem for people who evidently were abused which that isn't really something you would ever talk about on a podcast or anything but watch it and watch how he set this up because he's got a bunch of little kids in the background singing for him from obviously a british prep school and then his look is that he's somewhat thuggish but these are probably his little sister and her friends (laughs) yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I get, you can look at him and go bro you came for money i'm sorry but you can do that cockney accent all you want <laughs> so, again, i'm getting calmed in and, and just, you know it's a purposeful accent and but if that is an anthem for this stuff going on i think that is a uh, who who would ever think that
0: this kind of bullshit would be where movements would come from i know especially like like hardcore political or social we- movements right from Viral music and songs that these writers just write and put out there—it's amazing. Yeah, but but think
1: about the nineteen sixties, uh, Buffalo mm-hmm. Springfield, um, mm-hmm. the song war. I mean, the, that's where it came from back then. I you know, so mm-hmm. if if that's what it takes, I'm all good with it. But it's gonna be—it's yeah. it's just gonna be interesting because um, when we have elections here now, there's mm-hmm. so many political ads on everybody's social media. They just stop yeah. watching. Just like TV. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe, maybe this is the next next way to get a message through. I did hear a white rapper doing kind of right wing rap, and he was good yesterday. So obviously, if I like this, whatever this algorithm is, I'm hitting these other deals. <laughs> right. But you know, it's mm-hmm. it's fascinating because I'm studying it. I'm I'm not necessarily interested in the music. I'm studying it, going, okay, what demographic are they going for here? what are they trying yeah. to achieve if it's if it's a business marketing plan so let me give some mm-hmm. background since i mm-hmm. since i talk too much anyway it is um when i was in college i took psychology classes not because mm-hmm. i was interested in the human brain or anything i did it because i thought it equated to sales and to marketing and when yeah. i finally said that in my class you the shame that was thrown my way
0: with <laughs> a- these like the <laughs> the intellects looking down on you, going like, are you using it for what we don't want to say? It, it can be useful.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> and because I would ask questions, and I, I'd be like, so, you know, if people were thinking this way, could you do this with it? And finally the teacher was like, what are you talking about? And I go, well, I came here to to learn how to use psychology just because I think it'd be used in advertising and marketing. And, and of course it was already being used in that. I wasn't the person 17-year-old Sean didn't think of it. I had one thing on my mind 24-7, and I was chasing it 24-7. So it isn't that I was the smartest thing in the box. Mm -hmm. I was predictably 17 in a country where where it was available. Uh, How about we just put it that way? But but that's what I'm watching. I'm going, the psychology is moving on this thing, and – you know, once back to that Republican convention, I mean, the the debate. You go, hell, they thought they were using it for their own good, and then the guy blasted them the next day.
0: I know. Yeah. By the way, about Shit. the Republican debate, guess who? <laughs> guess who uh, endorsed uh, Vivek Ross, <sighs> for me. <Mody>. OJ's OJ's. <laughs> no. Okay, listen. OJ is a very popular marketer wow. or opinion haver on football and. Did they did they kill somebody yeah. or did they not kill somebody? And now he's right. taking part in political shit. <laughs> okay.
1: He he is actually the poster child for how to get away with murder
0: i know oh and he had like the <laughs> okay, bastardized pronunciation of his name it took me a second to figure out who the hell he was endorsing
1: <laughs> tell me tell me how it sounded. i he know you're not something making like fun of
0: your people Bhav, Bhavik, Rama, made, i was like dude sean can fucking say that name is what i told him. Ramaswamy, <laughs> man i know Ramaswamy.
1: <laughs> now he does say some crazy right-wing shit that's starting to sound very white supremacist because he's now he's got a lock on some stuff I will guarantee you, as a computer guy, he's just looking at the top 10 things they want to hear. He is using psychology, exactly what I talked about, as a sales tool. Um, I I still believe if he doesn't go too far right, he is a future president in America. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, OJ, so on the back of a vehicle, and I'm really not making this up. I'll send you a photo of this as soon as we're done. There was a sticker that said, this is your line. So you tell the O.J. deal at the club and then you go. There's a bumper sticker that's been created that says, drink apple juice. O.J. will kill you. <laughs> Brilliant. <Yeah. right?
0: laughs>
1: You're welcome to
0: steal that, sir. But, but oh, are by you, the way, are I you did gonna... go for that open mic. Yeah, how'd it go? Oh, I didn't do anything, but I was looking at the comics. A lot of them seem okay. to be like the shock and all comics. Cause there yeah. were some sort of families sitting there and they would like say like the most nasty misogynistic oh. shit to those people. And I was like, dude, read the room, please. And there right. was one yeah. dude who like really bothered me. Cause I, after he got off, I was, I almost just looked at him and I was like, you know, that thing you're holding in a, in your hand is a microphone, right? You don't right. need to scream yeah. into it. <laughs> we can <Right>. hear you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everybody's trying to find a lane, man. I mm-hmm. I would be interested and I really do mean this. Um, so like with me, I'm old. So if I did comedy now, I would have to do like medical comedy because that's all old people talk about. And so are you familiar with Go Lightly? Have you ever had to do mm. uh, any, any stuff down there? Uh, there's a, <laughs> a, a, st- a thing called Go Lightly. And instead of like animas and stuff like that, because people wouldn't uh-huh. do them good enough, they created a deal and whoever did it was comedic called go lightly you drink it and then you have blowouts for hours Uh (laughs) and then you have to drink more
0: (laughs) oh god and Mm
1: -hmm. right right but you work that into your routine to you know you're getting ready for this thing and and i'll tell you the 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 funniest stuff i've experienced is you know we always have to do these weirdly humiliating things the older you get you know the younger you get Mm -hmm. your body looks pretty good it's no big deal The older you get, it's just one disappointment after another. It really is. It's like like Jenga. You know, they pull a piece out every minute. So I'm Mm -hmm. in getting one of these procedures, and the doctor recognizes me, which is the worst thing that can ever happen. And he is working on, let's say, something that looks like a sex toy, but it's not. He has to put kind of like a clear condom over it to do the job. And as Mm -hmm. he's working this thing, Deepak, honest to God, as he's working it and getting it ready to prepare – with lubing mm. it up and shit. And he keeps talking to me about like a recipe and I go, you know, um, doctor, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know how to say this, but can we talk about this later? And he's like, oh God, you know, Sean, I do this every day. I forget that other people aren't as comfortable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is fucking gossip. <laughs> oh, but about your awful. stand-up, right? I have this crazy idea where I, will, I want to do a set where at some point when both of us are on stage yeah. and it's us taking the piss out of each other while talking to the audience i think it would be I am good totally you, okay with that. yeah you wouldn't have to go into too much medical shit and i don't have to yell and scream
1: <laughs> right I, it's you know the funny the funny thing about it is it's you know like those guys misreading the audience if you got a family in front of you you better tell family friendly jokes because their energy yep. is going to take your energy from the stage and mm-hmm. whoever whoever manages that guy, or obviously nobody manages him, he's probably on you know just doing open mic. And there's a reason that open mic is nearly mm-hmm. free, uh, because yeah. talentless people are there. I don't. I, I told you I literally used to tour with this guy that looked like Dave Chappelle and smoked mm-hmm. a lot of weed, like Dave Chappelle, that bombed half the time he went up, and he didn't know it. Mm-hmm. How do you not know you bombed? But he wasn't. He wasn't uh, having an energy interaction with the audience, which is what I want. Yep. Like tennis, a back and forth, a back and forth, um, and he just didn't care. He did his, he did his stuff. And you know, when and you're high,
0: cut the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, when you're high, what you think is funny is not funny to sober people. It's mm. funny to people who've been smoking weed. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I wish, I, I wish there was a sales uh, like a course on that. I always tell people, look, you can Google how to do a joke and yeah. you know, you've got a setup and then you've got the punchline. And if the mm. setup is really good and you're an excellent storyteller, each joke can last a minute, minute and a half, two minutes. Mm-hmm. If you're Eddie, Eddie Murphy, it can go on for 10 minutes because the character's so yeah. good, but you have to understand straight line, straight line, straight line, get everybody to identify mm-hmm. with you and the weirdest shit you could ever say. And you yeah. don't have to yell it. You just you just don't. And also, it um, doesn't
0: have to be, like, really offensive to get them to laugh. Like, you can do, right. like, normal shit. <laughs> right. Hey, did you see the, um,
1: um, the, the Bob Barker in the hospital room video? No. Okay, so Bob Barker, Bob Barker just died. He's a game show host here in America. And mm. he and Adam Sandler were in Adam's movie, but but Bob Barker came back to do this deal. It's for uh, shit. I don't know if it's diabetes or something else. Maybe. It is. It is hilarious. So just type in Bob Barker, Adam Sandler, charity video or something, hospital video. It's awesome. And, it and it's be the same way too thing. Many like videos
0: that. to look for today.
1: <laughs> this one, this one is worth it because you know both people. And mm. you've shot in small rooms before you know how terribly hard it is and the echoes and the sun mm. coming in and it's in a hospital. So, you know, people are coming in all this other, you know, all the technical difficulties that exist in being able to do that. And they yeah. pulled it off and it was hilarious. Oh, wow. Pretty oh, good. Look it up. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Um, OK, so I got one more political thing before we move on to beef jerky. Do we have time? Yep,
0: yeah, we do. We are uh, like okay. 26 minutes in
1: okay so um this lawyer here has been working on a sexual uh, assault allegations essentially against a football coach can't get anybody mm-hmm. to move on it sued him for a million bumped it up to five million bumped it up to 10 million just filed okay. a lawsuit in the supreme court of oklahoma to get the mm-hmm. coach fired and i was oh, like wow. who the hell has not thought of that until now Yeah, you just take it out of everybody's hands. Literally, the good old boy system falls apart at that point because they can't cover each other. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? And I was like, that may be the best strategy I've ever seen. Now, you can't keep doing it, but it could set the precedent for getting rid of uh, other bad people. I
0: and we'll see how that one set, set a weird precedent if people just want to fuck with somebody they'll file something in the supreme court right that is where these assholes really use it poorly and it's, spoil it mm.
1: there's only so many people that know how to go before the supreme court because it's like a weird mm. conversation it's not like a lawsuit like yeah. they, they just stand there and explain stuff and yeah. get questions
0: tried explaining this to me before he had a stroke he used to do this open code yeah. arguments yeah. and he was like dude it's some of the most weirdest like formal <laughs> shit right. ever mm-hmm.
1: well it's very british because you know that's where it came yeah. from so mm-hmm. you know we got stuck with some of your guys shit um <laughs> but, but sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work our supreme mm-hmm. court here was notoriously corrupt until the 1950s and 60s so yeah. well it seems to be somewhat straightened out but we'll, we'll see how that how that works out okay <laughs> let's talk beef jerky before we run out of time here
0: um, oh, I know yes. my brother asked me mine. for some beef jerky and I was like, oh shit. I'm pretty sure that Sean even knows how to do a THC infused one by now. <laughs> I
1: I do, as a matter of fact. I think the temperature might still stay low enough where that would be okay, or you could just add it at the end to spray it on, truthfully. Um oh, yeah. so for those of you in India, we eat beef over here and it's normal, it's not a religious offense or anything. And I get, I get it. That's like pork to my Muslim brother-in-law, um, but beef makes really good jerky, and and it's it's like the first time ever you'll see white people use spice. I think that's that is fair. true. <laughs> so they will use soy sauce, they will use garlic, they will use ginger, they will use powdered garlic and ginger, which just is an offense in itself. But then they I will use it all onion of these shit as well. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just, it's got a it's got a like Mm -hmm. a cheap potato chip flavor to it. Um, and, and then marinate all of this stuff, which is not stuff that we do and then Mm -hmm. dry it. And I, I don't know how that didn't move over into regular culture. You know, Uh, if you're going to, if you're willing to do that on something that is going to be like leather, try it with a steak, Mm -hmm. you know, it might work, but it is, um, it's not hard to do. So we use what's called a, a dehydrator over here, or if you're just gonna do it the right way, you marinate all of your stuff, put it on sticks. If you were making beef satay or chicken satay, so if you're making chicken satay, just throw beef in there, or you can do chicken. It doesn't matter to anybody. Chicken's questionable at that temperature. You get more bacteria activated with chicken. And the reason beef works is it's not activated in that. I don't know why. And I don't know the science, so please don't write me a letter. Anyway. Pop it in your oven, and then you just dry it instead of doing it on a grill. Or mm-hmm. you could just do it on your grill after the after you've made your food, and uh, leave it there until the grill cools. And I will guarantee it'll be cooked. It's yeah. this is not secret stuff. We didn't, um, you know, we preserving food just wasn't that important in America because we always had wild herds of animals coming through you could live off of, but you also didn't mm-hmm. want to waste it. Um, a lot yeah. of the native tribes did did the same stuff by salt curing um, mm-hmm. salmon and stuff like that. But what we found with beef and with buffalo as well, um, they, they literally are phenomenal cured in essentially soy sauce. And then over here, there's a drink called Dr. Pepper. People always wanna put that in stuff. But mm-hmm. if you make satay, you can make beef jerky. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: That's a (laughs) a good reference point, I
1: guess. (laughs) I mean, you can make sense of that. You you've got you have the skills. What what I find interesting, and I find this interesting with Indian food, because having grown up here, like I love Indian food and I like naan bread and I like pita bread and I like a whole bunch of other stuff, but I don't like what the the thin cracker stuff. I, you know, we all we don't have our thing. But the 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 way to do beef jerky, if you want to do it over there and sell it, is you have to not overcook it. You got to dry it out enough where it's safe, but not mm. overcook it. And if somebody owns a restaurant, listening to this, you serve it in a little in a little cup, um, yeah. and yeah. no dipping sauces or anything. That is totally wrong. I'm going to be I'm going to be a little strict on that one. All the flavor has to be on the meat. They just chew on the meat. And you make it really salty, so they buy more drinks. That's what yeah. it's actually
0: about. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be an amazing, like a really good bar snack if you're trying to sell a lot of beer.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, it really, from a from a business standpoint, it makes sense. I mean, that's the you know essentially almost everything we do in restaurants is supposedly for that, and that never enters my mind. But I know other people are thinking it, so you go, well, yeah, do it that way. It'll, it'll work out. Yeah. So that's my bait jerky story. Most. <laughs> so if I'm looking for a recipe that is legitimately British. I have to go to uh, Yahoo. IE, which was for mm-hmm. Ireland, and .UK for England, or I get these Americanized versions of all of it.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. How
1: does how does that work for you all? Do you just go into regular Google, or how,
0: what's the now story here, on that? Here it would be google.in, so it'll pull the results okay. as related to India. So each country does its own thing. Like on right. my phone, I usually have to change it from the U.S. to India because it'll pull. Me, like I'll 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 be like a nice steak restaurant near me, and show me something in Oklahoma City, and I'm like, God damn it! Right. <laughs> Isn't
1: that funny? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my my clock is on a different time. So like if somebody sends me an appointment to a meeting, mine mm-hmm. says it's like at nine o'clock at night, and they go, Oh, you just changed yeah. that, and I go, If I knew how to freaking change it, it would be changed. Deepak doesn't live here anymore
0: <laughs> so you're creating chaos in other people's calendars with your fuckery oh, yeah. on your uh, times
1: <laughs> so I I I wrote the guy back on this YMCA meeting and I'm like hey dude you're showing this being nine o'clock at night I mean I can show up it's after work but are other people gonna come he goes I don't know what you've done to your computer again Sean <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah everybody knows I'm an idiot and the good news is, so do I.
0: I know. Same All right, south, my bread. The Venice is always important, even with idiots. <laughs> it is. Even even dumb people need to know they're
1: dumb. All right, I'm going to give my bread about five more minutes, Deepak. Five more. But it looks really beautiful. Oh, yeah. This is what I do. This is what I do in the middle of the
0: night, folks. Literally, it's what I do. Um, what time yeah, is so, it? It's like 3.30 in the morning? No, 2.30.
1: I am at 4.36, but I've oh. got to get my, I've got to get home and get, chased. so here's my morning. You want to die laughing. So I've got to take mm-hmm. my wife down to a doctor's appointment that's going to last forever. And mm-hmm. in the meantime, I agreed to speak at a political function. So I got to take her there, stay with her for a couple of hours. My daughter will come fill in in the meantime. Then I got to go speak at that thing. So I had to come mm-hmm. in basically in the middle of the night, and get this stuff done. So I've. So yeah, I can do we're the other rec-
0: stuff. we're recording like way earlier than usual. Huh? Like I right. thought, Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's that's why every well, you know, people like my businesses are small businesses. We have thirty employees. They're they're not mm-hmm. they're not large, um, and so all of this stuff has to be done by somebody. And mm-hmm. there are things that you can't get people to come in and do at those specific times, so I do them myself. Yeah, yeah. that's just the way it is. But so when your, when your life throws you some complications, I still have to go, well, I have to make bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> no, nobody,
1: nobody has an excuse for bread. So
0: yeah, we're the all the Simple things that need to be done to keep the place rolling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it really is. So That's the way it works.
0: Thank you so much, Sean. This is the Villagers podcast on YouTube, Google, Amazon, wherever you guys get your podcasts. Like and subscribe. You know the rule. Routine. Right. I don't know why I said <laughs> rule like I was a dictator. <laughs> yeah, this power Bro- is getting to me. this power is getting to me. Sean. <laughs> I
1: I love the fact that OJ Simpson uh, endorsed your candidate. <laughs> <laughs> My candidate. <laughs> what what a does that? Can you imagine if you're Ramaswamy and you're like, why would he do that to me? I know. <laughs> why would
0: not <he>, right? <laughs> like getting yeah. getting like a brown guy to like getting a brown guy endorsed by the kkk but even right. the brown guy is going like dude don't endorse me right. it's you're not helping me more trouble.
1: <laughs> you are not helping all right my man have a good morning